always work, walk in perfect health, and if you don't, you're living a Satan-defeated life and you don't have enough faith. To get that out of the text, you've got you've to put something into it. You've got to force an interpretation on it. It's simply saying, I just hope you're doing great. For I rejoiced greatly. By the way, think of that for just a minute. Here's a guy who's spiritually healthy. We don't know whether he was physically healthy or not, whether he was a little bit ill, and this was a good uh, get well kind of a greeting or not. But the fact that he was spiritually healthy, imagine if this prayer were prayed about us. If someone prayed and it were immediately answered that we would be physically fit as we are spiritually, I wonder if some of us would be dying physically. Or if we would be like Gaius, strong and vibrant. If our physical health were to match our spiritual walk, would we be strong or would we be anemic? For I rejoice greatly when brethren came and testified of the truth that is in you, just as you walk in the truth. You see, physical health or financial prosperity is not always an indication of spiritual health and prosperity. That's very easy to figure out, isn't it? Do you know any unbelievers that have good health? Or any unbelievers that have money? Does that mean that they're spiritually prosperous because they have bucks and they're healthy? That's ridiculous. And I know some great saints of God, men and women of God, who suffer physically and who have more faith You and I can philosophize about it, but they live it. And it's not always an indication of great spirituality. How many people do you know that are led to Jesus Christ because of their financial prosperity? I know people who are led away from God by financial prosperity. I don't know many who are led to God just because they get blessed financially. There was a guy who used to make $100 a week. And he was a Christian. He believed in tithing. Always believed that whatever God gives him, as like the Bible says, he's given 10% of it to his local church, given it to God. So he gave $10 a week. God started prospering him financially. He was pretty soon, he was making $1,000 a week. So he'd be given $100 a week. Pretty soon he was making $10,000 a week. He gave 1000 a week to the church. And as time went on, he was making so much money, he was making a a million dollars a week. Went to the pastor and said, man, I can't give this much money away in a tithe. Pastor said, let's get on our knees right now and pray. And he said, oh God, I pray that from now on you would make this man make a hundred dollars a week. Because while he was making a lot less, he was a faithful steward. His heart was right with God. The finances kind of drew him away from the Lord. I have no greater joy than to hear that my children walk in the truth. Now, the flip side of that is also true. There's no greater tragedy than a person who doesn't continue walking with the Lord. You know, some, every now and then someone will come to me and say, a couple years ago, I responded to an altar call you gave here at Calvary Chapel. I met Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. And my brother came to know the Lord and my kids came to know the Lord. I'm in a Bible study group. I've been witnessing to different people. I'm going out now to represent the Lord in a different area like another country. You know how blessed that makes a person feel? 
even as Gaius, who was probably one of John's converts, was growing consistently, a steady walk, not a meander, not a mountaintop experience and then just dropping down and forgetting the Lord, but a consistent, constant walking in the truth. I have no greater joy. Paul, the apostle, in writing to the Thessalonians, said, for what is our hope, our joy, our rejoicing? Is it not even you in the presence of our Lord Jesus Christ that is coming? Just the fact that I know that you're following him, that in his presence you've been consistently walking after the Lord, it gives me great joy. To the Corinthians, Paul said, I am jealous over you with a godly jealousy. I've espoused you to one, even Christ. I want you to be so in love with Jesus that you'll have no idols before you. I'm jealous over you with a godly